think as we look at that first reading uh, concerning the outcry against Sodom and Gomorrah and the grave sin, I would think that God would have already known all that was needed to know about those people. Uh, but this gives us a way to experience God interacting with Abraham in a human way. Certainly, we are all concerned about how the innocent often suffer and die, as well as the guilty, the sinners. And sometimes it is very difficult to separate the one from the other. I couldn't help but think about the recent tragedy in Makokata, at the Makokata Caves. And I seen on Facebook a picture of the family, looked like a very lovely family. Um, husband and his wife and their, their child. I don't know, if, as far as I know, there was no connection to the shooter even, I don't know. And uh, their son uh, somehow survived it. I don't know if, how, but um, what a, a burden that he carries now, you know? And I can't help but think that those things come from the devil and they, they quite challenge our faith and they, they really make it difficult sometimes. But I think God can bring good out of even those kind of tragedies. Uh, the scene in Genesis occurs just after the two of Abraham's visitors from last week's first reading have departed. And the Lord stays there and Adam fears for the innocent who may live there, and he bargains with God as if with a human overlord. He's flattering, he's reasoning, he's persuading, he's humble. Six times Abraham resumes his plea, whittling down the number of innocents that would prevent destruction from 50 to 10. If he did it one more time and went to five, he would have saved them because we know there was about six people that, that were saved. The Lord does not seem impatient or offended by Abraham, and he appears to be persuaded without much resistance. Abraham does not want, just want the innocent saved. He boldly asks God to spare Sodom and Gomorrah. And this includes sinners, which means this includes all of us because we're all sinners in some way or other. Jesus, too, offers advice, not for those who have it all together, but for those who are in need, those who are seeking, those who don't quite have it all together. Our God is a God of mercy and justice, slow to anger and abounding in love for all of us imperfect people. One of the lines for us to remember yeah, I think it's to love the sinner, but hate the sin. To love the sinner, but hate the sin. And maybe we have to do that with ourselves. We love ourselves, but hate, hate it when we sin. It's not a good thing. Many people have habits of sin that are very difficult to break. And they need our help, or maybe we need the help. They need our understanding and they need our prayer to change. I try not to give up on anybody, anybody. 
I don't care who it is. Um, we try to stick with it. It reminds me, I was, reading, I was watching Gunsmoke, I, watch, I like the Westerns, watching the old Gunsmoke movies the other night, and this one guy, he was addicted to alcohol, and he couldn't quit, and no matter what he did, but they'd always give him another chance. And even came to the end of the movie, he's given another chance. Um, it's, it's interesting to, to think about it. One of the lines for us to remember, um, certainly from the gospel, is that we have a disciple asking Jesus to teach them how to pray. And that's very interesting because they had been with Jesus, they had seen Jesus go off and pray. Why are they asking him now, huh? But Jesus teaches them, the Our Father. And it's one of the prayers I treasure, it's one of my most important prayers because it is given to us by Jesus. Uh, I think it's important that we find uh, ways to, to use that and to maybe think about what Jesus says as he begins the prayer. He doesn't say, when you pray, say God. He says, say Father. And the word for Father uh, is used as one of endearment. It's actually meaning more like Daddy, my Dad. Um, what, a, what a real intimate relationship that God wants with us. And some of the basic things to pray for, uh, pray for the Father's name or person to be made holy. So we don't use God's name in a bad way. That God's kingdom come, not like the earthly kingdoms where a few people have everything and others don't have anything. They overindulge and while other ones don't have the basic necessities of life. In God's kingdom, all people will flourish and everyone will share in the Lord's bounty. That God gives us each day our daily bread, that we have what we need to carry on Jesus' work today. So I think we, we want to be able to carry on Jesus' work. That's what God calls us to do. Uh, the longest petition is forgive us our sins for we ourselves forgive everyone in debt to us, demands that we forgive everyone who insulted or harmed us personally by their words and deeds or by their failure to help us when they had the means to do so. And that's a tough one. You know, when you get hurt by someone, sometimes you just want to hang on to it. You don't want to let it go. And But we really need to do that. Uh, really work at it. Pray for it. And finally, disciples pray, do not for subject us to the final test or temptation like Jesus in the wilderness. Or during Jesus' agony, he twice tells his disciples to pray that they will not be put to the test. And then I think one of the most important things is not a single request goes unanswered. Not a single request goes unanswered. And you say, I've got one. I've got one, huh? Sometimes we do have some that don't seem to be answered. I think when we are trying to change somebody else, 
God won't force that on them. They have to participate. But most of the time, God will change, will offer us what we need, what we, what's good for us. He's not going to give us what's bad for us. And sometimes what we ask for isn't really good for us. So that's the other part of it. And then we continue to, we just have to trust God. Uh, God gives us what is most important. God gives us the Holy Spirit to everyone who asks for it. And I think we all need to ask for the Holy Spirit to be within us, to guide us, to lead us uh, from within. It helps us to see God, how God is active in our lives. And I think as I look at my life, God has been active in my life. But I don't think God is done with me yet. I think as long as we're breathing, God is still working with us. And uh, we have to be open to that. Um, I think when we pray, sometimes we want to change God. And that'll never happen. But God will change us. So we need to be open to that, what God wants from us. I think prayer is so important that we begin our days with prayer, that we're persistent, we don't give up on it. And it's really good to begin it with prayer. Um, I'm glad that when I retired three years ago that I kept my morning schedule. My morning schedule is my phone goes off at 5 a.m. I get up, I go to the chair, I pull out my breviary, and to do the Office of Readings and morning prayer. That gets my day started. And I think we all need something to get our day started in a good way. Maybe you don't have that much time to spend in prayer in the morning because you might have to get up and get going. Well, at least spend two or three minutes of prayer before you get going. Um, maybe a morning offering at least uh, maybe just saying, Lord, thank you for this day, you know, that I can be up and going, that you're, you're with me. Uh, I think that's important. Uh, Pope Francis said, you pray for the hungry, then you feed them. That's how prayer works. We put it into action. Jesus invites us to pursue intimacy with our Father actively persisting in prayer. The church teaches us that we must love everyone, which means we should want the best for everyone, and that we should will the good, the true good, of everyone without exception, and that we should love and welcome and be merciful to all sinners, beginning with ourselves. So don't give up. If your prayer doesn't seem to be answered, it's probably being answered, and, or God is doing all that God can do without forcing it. So keep praying, persist. Um, it's, it's a grace, it's a wonderful gift, um, and that's the thing, if we're gonna change the world, we have to each do our little part, and the world will change for the good. So we just ask God to give us that persistence to continue. <laughs>